Welcome to episode 30 of the Love Made Easy podcast, where we'll dive into the topic of how much bad behavior do you put up with? Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want, and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, this is really a rich topic, Otto, of bad behavior. Because we all have different uh, ways of looking at bad behavior and ways of categorizing it, don't we? As I think back, you know, we've been teaching about love and relationships for quite a few years. I don't know, 20 plus years at this point. And if there's one topic that comes up over and over, I would put it under this category of people wanting to know, well, how much of how much of their stuff do I put up with? Wow. Right. And and it can be infidelity in the past and they just can't, you know, let go of it. And it could be infidelity in the present. I it could be um hiding phone calls, uh, taking your, your cell phone into the bathroom or something, you know, somebody, your, your partner, and uh, you just don't trust them. Or it could be something as simple as uh, sarcasm. Maybe your, your partner is sarcastic when you give an answer and it's not the right answer or you, you don't, uh, say what you what he or she thinks you ought to say or do other uh, you know other possibilities of what we might put under the category of bad behavior is what if somebody's just not around what if what not if they're around? like a, what if they're just like an absent partner i mean I, I that that's huge right working a lot and you know you you they say oh but i'm just doing this for us and and it's yeah, like okay it it can be something as simple as not being willing to communicate about the simple things in life not being well I mean like if there are if there are children that have got to be picked up at daycare i've heard of situations where somebody thought that the other person was going to pick up the kids at daycare and they didn't do it and the kids are not left following there. through yeah not following yeah. through yeah i mean it, it can be drinking too much it can be uh spending too much it can be i mean so it can, so be, it can be anything. anything and it's all in the eyes of the beholder that's so huge I want to dive into that for a little bit. This whole this whole thing, bad behavior being in the eyes of the beholder, because so many people would say, "But Susie and Otto, this is so obvious." <laughs> what do you say? Somebody says, "Well, this should be obvious." You know what he or she is doing. Well, 
you you feel what you feel, okay? And there are so many reasons why somebody might put up with what we're calling or what they're calling bad behavior. Right. It might be that their livelihood depends on it. They're being supported by this other person uh, physically, uh, emotionally in some ways. They are being provided with something. They're getting something out of it. Or it could be that they have the idea that this person will change if I just hang in there long enough. They never change. Well, sometimes. Let me me say say, be really clear. Mm -hmm. People never change on your time frame. It's not that people don't change. They have to want to. People have to want to. And people think, well, if I just do this or if... You know, or if I just manipulate them in this way, or if I just say this in a certain way, or if I continue to get angry. So, I mean, everybody has a strategy for trying to get people to change. And almost always that strategy doesn't work because the strategy is coming from your way of seeing the world. And you're trying to force somebody to see something new about your relationship, about what you want. And they see it when they see it. But trying to force somebody to change almost never works. Well, and and if they don't want to give up drinking or don't want to give up uh, porn or whatever it is. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> I'm not giving up sarcasm, somebody might say. Then... The only thing that you can do is ask yourself, okay, have I have I made the request that this person, you know, why this bothers me and and is this person willing to stop doing it? And what is the breaking point? What is the point of when I say, well, I don't want to put up with this any longer? I think that's huge. And and what I always tell people when they ask me is, you will know. You will know when it's time to leave. If you haven't seen any change, that, that healthy change, then you'll know. And I know that that's a vague way of <laughs> saying this. And somebody says, I don't know. But. But in everybody that I've coached who's been at the precipice of this, that, that's been, um, well, he or she just will not change, will not uh, change their behavior. And that's really what we're talking about here is, is changing behavior. And behind that behavior is thinking. Okay, that's really what's underneath the behavior. And and if you haven't had a conversation or not able to have a conversation with somebody about behaviors that are offensive to you, are um, not healthy for your relationship or not healthy for them, then uh, have that 
conversation? One of the most important conversations I think you've got to have when it comes to this topic of how much bad behavior do you want to put up with? I think one of the most important topics or one of the most important questions is not a question that you ask somebody else, but it's a question that you ask yourself. And that question is, what do I want? Ah, yep. And what do I want is a tricky question. It's a really tricky question because the tricky question, why it's such a tricky question is, well, most people, if you ask them, well, what do you want in this situation? Well, I want them to stop doing this, or mm-hmm. I want them to do this. So it's, they, either, sure. they usually answer either in the positive or in the negative. And what I would encourage people to do is to go maybe a layer deeper with this question and to take a look at, if you had all that, what would you, what, what's at the, what do you really want? And, you know, so I'll give you an example. When I think about my relationship with you, Susie, I want deep love and deep connection. I want somebody that I can talk to, somebody that is willing to be uh, kind and open and loving, and who's also kind of right there with me on the spiritual path. A uh, an explorer on the spiritual journey of life. And those kind of things are really important to me. Then there's also the uh, fun and sexuality part that's important to me. That may not be important to, to somebody else who may be listening. But as far as what do you want, I think it's so critical to start asking your question of, what do I want, but framing it in the positive of what do I want instead of the negative yeah. of what I don't want. And I would be really clear about here's what I want and here's what I'm willing to settle for. And what do you want? But I love what you're talking about. Before you have that conversation with the other person. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. I love that, that, that you're talking about that, that you're going into taking some time for yourself. What do I really want in a relationship? And not framing it in the negative, like you said. And also, you can explore the question is, why am I putting up with this behavior from this other person and exploring without blaming yourself without going oh i'm such a loser oh <laughs> yeah right but but why what what is it that holds me here and if you just simply say well i love him or i love her and we have a history together <laughs> don't don't even allow yourself to stop there. If that comes up, go deeper. Go deeper into what's the real reason that I'm putting up with this behavior? Do I not think I'm worth being with somebody who is more loving or who gives me more time 
or what is it? What's what's really what's the belief underneath this reason that you're putting up with what we're calling bad behavior or what you would call bad behavior? I want to throw something else into the mix here just for a minute. And it's, you know, over the years, we've had so many coaching clients that have said to us or people that have written into us from our website or, you know, uh, talked about this on Facebook in one of our Facebook groups and so forth. Somebody might say, Susie or Otto, I am so done with this person. I, I have just had it. And then we talk to them six months or a year or even sometimes five years later. And we say to them, well, how's your relationship going with so-and-so? All nothing's changed. And so the question would be that I would have for you, dear listener, and that is, what is your commitment to? Because there's a, there's a whole question of what is your commitment to and how you know what you're committed to is what's showing up in your world. If you are showing up and you won't settle for anything less than a true, close, connected, loving relationship, you know, I I think you're going to have that. If you really approach it from a place of this is what I really want and I'm willing to see how am I contributing to this? How are they contributing to this? And how are we going to find the answer so that we can really have this? And it also goes the other way. If you're putting up with quote unquote bad behavior or the relationship isn't what you want, guess what? This is what your commitment is to. Now, there could be a lot of reasons why that is or or why this situation is so prevalent in your relationship and in your life. But one thing you can guarantee is if it's showing up and it's showing up on a recurring basis or it's show, you know, there's been a reasonable period of time where something you've said that you don't want to put up with is still going on. Well, guess what? You can go ahead and say, I'm committed to this being okay because nothing has changed. There certainly, Susie, could be reasons why people stay in relationships mm-hmm. too long. And also, there could be true, genuine love between the two people, but they still continue to put up with, quote-unquote, bad behavior. And so, um, I mean, there's, there's so much there that... I think if people saw that they can make a new commitment and their commitment that they make about what they truly want, they don't have to go about creating that from a place of anger and uh, hostility mm-hmm. and gotcha, you know, playing the gotcha game or trying to see how they can emotionally or personally beat the other person up about you know what all's going on there are other ways to go about it and I, I think that finding a new way is so key right i i'm reminded that people who have a um partner who lies and uh you know we've through the years we've had a lot of people write in about that and 
I think that a key to this, you know, it's it's a there's so, there are so many trust issues that come up because if somebody's lying, you don't know whether to believe them or not. There's always a question mark in front of what they say, whether they'll do what they really say they're going to do. So it's it's a, really a problem in relationship. And what I encourage coaching clients to do is to look am I trying to control this person and that's why that they feel like they can't say what's really true for them am I what what's my and like you said Otto what's my part in this and not to throw blame on you for any, you know, if your partner's an mm. alcoholic or, you know, uses porn or whatever. I'm not saying that, that this is your fault. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that it's before you launch into uh, once again uh, saying, well, you shouldn't be doing this. You You need to be doing this to see what what how how may i be contributing to this situation that we're both in one more thing i want to throw into the mix here because i'm so good at throwing Mm -hmm. stuff into the mix what about agreements susie Mm. where do where do agreements fall into this whole question of how much bad behavior to put up with what I'm curious about your take on agreements. Well, what I've realized is that in most cases, there are no agreements. That people are in relationships uh, completely blind, so to speak. And they're uh, with a lot of assumptions. And there's no willingness, or maybe there's just a lot of fear, to bring certain topics up or certain things that they would like an agreement around and sometimes even if you think you've got an agreement the other person kind of goes grunts or doesn't say much and you think okay I've got an agreement you really don't because the other person doesn't want to do what you want them to so what I usually say is to explore where do you meet in the middle here what what and and that takes listening to one another and not preaching to the other person but finding out where do we meet or do we even meet in the middle or or at all and if you need to have an agreement but make sure that both of you solidly are in it. You talked about commitment. Yeah. Make sure both of you are solidly committed and not the other person uh, saying yes when they really don't mean it. I want to close out this podcast with your answer and my answer to the question. Just if we were to summarize how much bad behavior should you put up with? Uh, my answer is you look inside yourself and to the what am I committed to? 
And and what is it that I want? I loved your question. What do I want in a relationship, in this relationship, and not not the, in the negative? And why is it that I am allowing myself to put up with this bad behavior that I'm calling bad behavior or this behavior? What is it that I'm believing about myself? When I tune into the question of how much bad behavior to put up with, I look at, again, just like you were talking about there, what do I really want? And I always go back to that. I mean, what do I really want? And also, to be really clear about what's a deal breaker for me and what's a, you know what's not a deal breaker. Because once you're really clear on what's a deal breaker and what's not, everything else, it kind of takes care of itself, I think, anyway. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.